0: Hello there and welcome to this 19th episode of the Post-Concussion Syndrome Awareness Podcast. Now tonight we've already had one fantastic episode, a, a chat with Teresa Matty. And in this uh, next episode, um, there's something that is often touched upon but not always given its proper true credit. Uh, what it is, is the subject of exercise exercise not just physical exercise, but also mental and kind of like uh, psychological exercises, stimulants and things for the brain, for the mind, for the soul, for the body, for everything as well. And I think this covers, uh, it it kind of intercrosses various areas. Um, Of course, you've got to think about... um, how you were before and how, or before your mild traumatic brain injury, your brain injury. And and then afterwards as well, because for different people, as we know, we all have different body types, uh, as you, you see in Ayurvedic medicine, uh, and different, you, you know, kind of physiological, psychological types. It's no good trying to paint everybody with the same brush, and saying the same approach works for everybody. Yeah, some people won't be able to do yoga, or won't want to do yoga. Personally, I I, I can appreciate and uh, evaluate. It's true, true, uh, really good aspects to yoga, but it's never been something for me. Although we've had other people in podcasts uh, that that you know they've had tremendous benefit from yoga. Uh, for me, meditation has always been a good, uh, massively beneficial thing. Uh, and, and yoga is really the the, prepara- the physical preparation to meditate. So it takes all different types and kinds of things. Now, there's also many different areas. There are people who have been very, very active uh, and very, very physically active or have been athletes or sports people before the... the uh, concussions or before their injuries and some of them have tried to continue afterwards as well. I know not only footballers, soccer players, rugby players, baseball players, uh, American football players, rock climbers, all kinds of people. There's uh, an ever-growing list of people that I've been in contact with and and, um, uh, have, have told me so many stories that how from their own passion and determination of what they've done, they've just pushed through, uh, really, really pushed through boundaries t- to uh, continue doing what they do. And some of them uh, are just supersonic. And I want to send out, uh, particularly uh, uh, on that front, to uh, to Dave Bowes, who lives in, in Birkenhead in the UK. And I've got the, the very... You know, opportunity to, to visit Dave like, this time last year. And um, I was just amazed by his, his ethic, how, it, how he feeds himself and, and, and even his own family, his own children, his diet, his preparation, his commitment, and everything. And he's had, you know, far worse injuries than I had in terms of impact and stuff. But he's just like, um, he's on there, he's on, on like the leading edge of cutting edge. And he was in the uh, the G the, the GB Olympic team uh, as a climber as well, and there's many many other people too. I've met people in local sports teams and football teams, and even my own team. Uh, uh, people uh, who who've played for my own team, my own local team, Bradford City, um, where they they've just um, gone through tremendous. Uh, um, kind of injuries and things, and and come back uh, to to be much stronger. So, right, so in terms of exercise, right, it could be physical, psychological, mental, anything else. So you've got to think about what suits you, right? If you're listening to this and you're not a physical sports type of person, uh, I have done sports in the past, but I'm not naturally a, a sporty or athletic person. I'll be the first to put my hands up, you know. Um, my strength has is, is been more kind of mental uh, and psychic in other ways, but I'm not the kind of person that has ever had a, a team discipline or anything. And that's just the way I've been brought up. But other people will have had that. So uh, you've got to think about um, how you can then go forwards following a mild traumatic brain injury, following a concussion, how you can go forwards to develop something new for yourself. Now we've heard Gina and Teresa and others talk about uh, creative and the arts, um, both painting, uh, mosaics, uh, crochet, uh, all kinds of things. uh, Music for myself is a main thing, a massive thing that has helped me through recovery. And there's so many, many different aspects to exercising. I don't just wanna say about exercising your body, although that is important, but I don't wanna say exercising every aspect of your soul. It's truly important to exercise your soul. Now, there may be things that you weren't interested pre-injury in that you then become more interested in. And I would say, do not prejudice. Do not take yourself away from doing something which you you had no interest in before. I think that, well, before my injury, I I, I was a very kind of like self-academic. I was an autodidact, very self-taught, which I still am now. And I used to read a lot of books. I used to inquire into things. But I was more more self-motivated then uh, because of my own... uh, Kind of physical life, material life, and my own needs and personal needs. But after brain injury, I couldn't read and I couldn't study as well. I still had the interest in music and I still had the deep desire uh, to, to be creative in other ways. And what I think is that when you, you do have a brain injury, you can be forced across the left right brain barrier because we have two brains in our head, we have a left brain and a right brain, and they are in fact joined in the middle, like the kidneys or your lungs, the the repair. You know, you'd have have a, a really, really difficult time existing without one lung or without one kidney, you'd have a real struggle. And so often when we're brain injured, you're almost in that situation as well. You're almost kind of like, having to deal with one side of the brain or the other at once so it's not like you can actually lose one but you can really struggle without one or the other at one together and so you then have to find ways to cope and let's say music was the main one for me um we've heard so many times on the podcast already uh from different people uh we've heard from katie and laurie um, about yoga and um, from Teresa as well, about how, how being uh, involved in crafts and creativity helped with her, from Gina too, about how she's used um, art and creativity to help in her recovery as well. And there's much more to come. We heard from Brian as well about how he'd used natural medicine and and used um you know, just, just sheer force of determination to get well too. And, uh, you know, we're always looking, I'm always looking forward to, to the next person that kind of volunteers or puts himself forward as a, as a guinea pig in order, <laughs> well, not really a guinea pig, that's a bit a bit cruel of me, uh, but puts himself forwards to, to come for a chat, come for a talk as well. Um, because, you know, the main thing we want to do in these podcasts is here from as, as many different people as possible. Uh, now, I've got a message here from a gentleman called Mark. I won't say where he's from. I'll, I'll give you any more details on that. And he, he said that, um, personally, he was in a, a job in financial services and he, he also worked for government for some time. Um, but what happened with him was he, he'd never... Uh, He'd gone through, like, um, school and college and university qualifications and things, but he never had anything uh, kind of personally creative in his life. Uh, And he says that, well, following his uh, brain injury or the accident that he had, he has two children. His wife had left years ago. um, But he had um, something of, like, an epiphany or, like, Change in his brain, uh, which was, he he says he's, he was very, very, very well, amazed at and really pleased about. Um, but basically, he, he was left. Um, his family turned the back on him, and, and he had uh, a young boy and a girl. And um, basically, he, he turned to. Um, something similar that I'm doing like podcasting and 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 kind of broadcasting as well but he also had like uh, uh friends that were musicians too and um what he'd do was he'd, t- he'd take his kids and he'd go around to his friend's house his friend taught him to broadcast and, and do all the recording and things and um he used to uh well he's saying he'd like podcast and record and broadcast things uh, to do with like uh, all kinds of stuff like from engineering and motor cars and, and passion for like sports and things like that and um, it, what he found was like his kids would want to join in with him and uh, eventually they, they, they kind of like got involved uh, and he, he made it into a whole uh, kind of like family thing just the three of them and I thought that's, that's really amazing because this guy was um, again I won't say where he is he's asked me not to reveal that but he was in a place where he could do that and uh, now he, um, he's saying it's a few years on his kids, his kids have grown up and um, they're, they're kind of following his passions to an extent but they've got their own things uh, and he, he's, he's just met somebody new who is was saying and um, and that the, the little family has just revived itself and flourishing again so I, I want to extend my thanks to that gentleman for, for you know for giving us his story um, he says it'll keep in touch with us as well uh, going back to exercising because exercising isn't just the physical uh, I I know I've had a lot of difficulties in the past, um, particularly the last year or so when I've been through personal troubles uh, and, and been kind of challenged a lot in yeah, many ways. Uh, I'd had issues with like PCS and, and fibro fib, fibromyalgia, of like putting weight on uh, and then kind of like being demotivated because of outside stress factors. And I know uh, from speaking to many of you in the past, I know that the stress factors are quite often the ones that can slow you down. So uh, what I want to say to you there in terms of physical exercise is only take on as much as you know that you can deal with. And this also leads us to uh, another kind of lateral subject uh, which is about sexual relationships with PCS as well and when you are in a relationship and you don't necessarily feel particularly for men uh, or for women it doesn't matter well you don't feel that you're necessarily able to to kind of like be uh, in the right mindset the right mind frame as well well do you know it's not something that's unusual um, quite often you may be in a relationship when you have an injury and that uh, uh, that things change afterwards. Well, what I would say to you is, is is, just please slow things down with your partner, your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, you know, whoever you are, whether you, you're gay, straight, or whatever, doesn't matter. Slow things down and please take the time to explain or try and tell them. Try and find other ways to express intimacy. Rather than just through sex, if you are experiencing like a blockage in energy, because sometimes you know your mind may be willing, but your body might not be, and vice versa. So please don't put that pressure on yourself. Uh, and if necessarily, you know, you know, find somebody together that can counsel you or, or find a way forward. Because if there, there truly is love and respect and honor and appreciation in any relationship as it should be then you should fi- be able to find somebody that can help you with that. Um, so exercise can be, um, often you can stimulate things in different ways. Um, so yeah, if you are um, finding things difficult, sometimes it, it can just be your time to change and to say, well, I, I've got to go a different way. Uh, but don't forget that y- you've got to build up the things, particularly following it, one or more maltraumatic brain injuries. And don't, um, don't feel always that y- you've got to put the pressure on yourself. Uh, sometimes if you are going through the modern day allopathic healthcare drug system, then they will tell you not to exercise or to only do it certain ways. Um, you have to be prepared to break through some barriers. And uh, of course with modern Healthcare, modern drug health um, they're always like kind of warning you what not to do don't do this, don't do that don't but sometimes you need to push yourself a little bit. sometimes you need to go a little bit further and you will know if you trust your intuition, if you trust your emotions, you will know beforehand when you've got to stop. So like if you if you start going for walks, if you've not done any walking previously, or if you start jogging or running or doing, going to the gym or anything else, you've got to really, really um, be aware of your feelings. You've got to be aware of your feelings before you go and your emotions to see how you respond. But, but also sometimes you've got to break through and think, well, you know, am I being too cautious? Am I being too kind of reserved? Um there's there's always a point where you've got to break through a little bit of a pain barrier especially if you've not exercised or, or worked out for a long while uh, but of course if you are dealing with anything more serious than mtbi such as tbi or stbi then you you really need to speak to a neurologist or a physician or so on because all of our podcasts are aimed at people with mild traumatic brain injury, Um, although many, many who have traumatic brain injury and severe traumatic brain injury also listen to the podcast and join the groups, whereas their physicians or their doctors, specialist neurologists, will not have explained the differences to them. They will not have read the books or the textbooks or anything else on mild traumatic brain injury and PCS. And how it's so very different to TBI and STBI that they can then become a massive kind of uh, gulf of knowledge or like confusion or a lack of understanding. So you need to be very careful, right? Especially if you live in the USA or Canada, the Bill Clinton, the Clinton confusion, and we know if you look in the news recently how the Clintons and the Clinton body count. Uh, is one thing, but the Clinton confusion of labelling all brain injuries as the same TBI has caused a mass of ignorance and confusion. And uh, we don't want that here. We want to label things as they are. For the time being, mild traumatic brain injury and PCS in one corner, and then the other side is TBI and then STBI. So three distinct areas, and none of them are the same. They're all very, very different. If you don't know the difference, or you sat there kind of shaking your head, going, "No, he's talking nonsense, then you need to go and find out the right information. You need to really look for that information and see what the truth is, because if you're thinking they're all the same, then you are very, very mistaken. Right, so going back to physical exercise. Uh, sometimes with physical exercise, you, you, post-injury, you're not going to be able to do anything near the same. So you might want to start with mind exercise, training your brain, physically training your brain, relearning things, There's also, uh, like, I used to go running before I had my concussion. Afterwards, uh, I couldn't even think about running, even for the bus. But then you want to think about physically training yourself, your brain, your aptitude, uh, anything people do. Sudoku, they do crosswords, they do all kinds of stuff. They think about different things, think about reading, being read to, anything. I'm saying there's no limits to this. And I know other people agree with me. There's there's no limit to what you can do and what you should do. All you need to do is to find out what stretches your mind. And I know sometimes this is going to be difficult. I know it's going to be harsh. It's going to be tough. But at times and at points, you want to find something that stimulates you. Uh, And like I said before, and I said in the previous podcast tonight... Uh, before brain injury, I, I used to read a book a week. Afterwards, I, I couldn't even get past the first page of a book for, for several years. But those several years were also being filled full of drugs by the healthcare system. So painkillers, opiates, benzodiazepines, and antidepressants, tranquilizers, sleeping tablets, all the sh- shite that they give you. And I just couldn't get past it. So then I started looking, like I said, for audiobooks and for somebody to read to me. And that also helped with the issue of sleep and other things as well. So you have to exercise not only your physical self, psychologically, mentally, emotionally. um, And yeah, different things come into that. If you are still in a relationship, then yeah, the, the, the physical exercise and the things you can get from intimate contact relationship and, and, and sexually as well can be a massive relief as well. It can be a massive help along the way too. Um, there's no taboos in, in, in this as well. You've got to be uh, a, a kind of grateful for whatever uh, type of exercise you can get. And, you know, we've all, we've all had a mixture um, of experiences through post concussion syndrome. Some of us will still be married, some, some will still be in relationships, others will have on and off relationships, some have had casual relationships. Uh, I, I know I think one time uh, through uh, PCS in the early days, I've I, I just wanted to be on my own. I was celibate for, for nearly four years. And that was in that time. I still got a lot of physical exercise. I still managed to do other things. That that, so there's always many many ways that you can approach things. Exercise needs to be like a holistic, a whole multivariate thing, and uh, there's no right or wrong. I think one of the main things I've had from the messages and people in the groups over the years is that people think there's a right or wrong way to go about living your life with post-concussion syndrome. But there isn't. There, there really, truly isn't. And um, this is a common theme that comes back again and again and again. And there's, there's no way around this of saying, well, you know, some people will play chess some people will play on the playstation or the Xbox or the Nintendo other people will play f- still play football or golf or they'll do the gardening or they'll, they'll kind of crochet or they'll, they'll they'll paint things or you know they'll, they'll, they'll fo- even if you fo- even if you follow your your addictions for now you've got to end them eventually of course you can't go on following your addictions forever but you know if you follow your physical addictions which is probably healthier then at some point <coughs> you you're going to have a point to outlet those energies the thing you don't want to do is end up in neuroses as end up being neurotic by not expressing yourself now i know about this because uh, uh, you know there've been, there's been times uh, through having brain injury of this you know past years where I've just like oh, I can't. I've told myself I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't, and you know physically, I've not been able to do certain stuff, and I've not been able to afford to do things. Uh, you know, I've uh, whether I've not been able to work the same job, not been able to have the money, I've had other responsibilities and things, um, but then again, there have been other times where. I've been able to do things and I've I've just gone through it. I've done it. I'm not going to give specific examples but there have been times when I've been able to push the boundaries and push the post, push things past the pillar and the post and go way, way, way beyond that. So what I'm saying to people is, yeah, in terms of exercising yourself, I want you to think of this in all aspects, exercising your freedom, Exercising your right to be uh, an active, uh, proactive citizen, a person who has the ability and the the right to exercise whatever they want to do. Yeah, you may not be able to do everything you want to do, but you might well find yourself thinking, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this one thing," and if you get it in your head to do something, and you exercise that then that is as powerful as running a marathon or, you know, kind of like making something happen from nothing, starting a scheme uh, or even doing like I've done, just starting off a cause like we did ten and a half years ago here. Starting off something from nothing, saying I am going to do this because I need to do it. I want to do this. I've got to do this. And all of a sudden, there you are, sat there years later going, you know, talking to hundreds or thousands of other people like I am, saying, well, you know what, I decided to do this, I've done it. My experience, my desire, my willpower, my want, my wish to do that has brought me to where I am. Now, I need to say to you as well, like I said before, like I said to Teresa tonight, I am nothing special at all. I'm nobody I am a nobody, I'm nothing, and uh, I'm just humbly uh, grateful to be able to talk to people like this, to be able to do this, and, you know, I, I don't have any qualifications, I don't have any special abilities, no superpowers, nothing like that, but what I will say to you, and this is specifically a short podcast to say this, is if nothing else, let me inspire you, let me help you to say, well you just go ahead, just go right ahead, exercise yourself physically, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, sexually, intimately, in your relationships, your family relationships, everything else, exercise yourself in every way possible, and you too will, well I'm sure, yeah, if you do that, someday soon uh, we'll be talking together. We'll be sharing together and saying, well, yeah, you know what? I I tried. I broke out of my comfort zones. I went past what the men in white coats or the women in white coats were telling me. And I went way beyond that because I knew that there was something else. So thanks very much for listening. Uh short one tonight. And uh thank you very much. Uh we've got some more podcasts coming up for you very soon. Uh, we've got some wonderful conversations coming your way and thank you so much for everybody that's listened and everybody that's contributed so far. Um, f- um, so much gratitude for you all and uh, just just keep on listening, keep on getting in touch and I will speak to you very soon. Have a wonderful and truly blessed good night. Bye bye. This is a very important Disclaimer. In fact, it's not even a disclaimer. These are things that most sentient, intelligent, reasonable people actually know. And what am I talking about? In fact, in well, with the podcasts that we're making, you have to be responsible. Myself, My guests and my podcasts are not here to give you medical advice. We are not paid professionals. So, as society and the woke community dictates, we are here to say to you, any information which we put out in the podcast, anything we give to you, is not construed or considered in any legal way or fashion whatsoever as medical advice. Any reasonable person knows that. But you're always going to get one or two or maybe a few hundred people that really are just as dumb as A, B, C, X, Y, Z. So, please do not take anything we say as medical advice or any other way. Please do your own research, your own re- Um, just due diligence into whatever we say and if you need if you feel you need if you really because you could really trust yourself feel you need the help trust yourself to get in touch with your local practitioner general practitioner doctor specialist or whomever or your psychiatrist or whoever you're dealing with through post-concrative syndrome or any other health condition and if I need to spell this out anymore just be really considerate and kind to yourself. And don't, please don't accept what we're saying as any kind of medical or legal or personal advice. I don't know how many other ways to say it, but I'm sure those of you who are intelligent enough will realise that, yeah, we don't give that kind of advice. And if you did want that kind of advice you'd probably pay somebody that was really good at it to give give it to you in the first place. So don't worry about that. Uh, just enjoy the podcast. And uh, this summit is 24 of them now at least. And, and just, just really, really uh, have a, a wonderful time. And please get in touch if you need to. But don't worry about um, thinking that, you know, anything else. Just Just really, really enjoy what we're doing. And so much love and respect to you all. Thank you.